Good morning. You know, I spend a lot of time journaling. It's one of the things that I do every morning in order to um, lay out my thoughts before the Lord, Um, whether it's praying or whether it's listening. um, I spend time journaling and I'm doing a new thing this year for probably the last year, I'd say that I hadn't done previously and I love it. Um, I am writing scripture references in the top corner of my journal and I'm writing them like a week or two, three even ahead. So when I run into a scripture during my daily Bible reading, read your Bible. When I run into a scripture that is highlighted to me, it jumps off the page. It intrigues me. I um, write it in the top corner of my journal. And it because I journal once a day and sometimes there are two or three scriptures within the course of a day that really strike me. Um, I'm, like I said, two to three weeks ahead in writing them. Anyways, a really cool thing has started to happen. Now, during my daily readings, um, the verses that are coming up are almost like woven together or overlapping. The verses that I had written in my journal and I'm gonna journal about that day. So I'm gonna do a little journaling 101 at some point in the near future on um, face a Facebook Live and then you know they'll be saved um, to watch. I don't think I'm gonna do that on YouTube. I haven't figured out all the um, ins and outs of it just yet but I'm excited to do it. Um, and the reason is because it's how I hear God. It's, um, it has just become such a staple in my life and I love to write, but even if you don't love to write, I know that you will find a, um, like a broadening of your understanding of what God is speaking to you in this season. Um, when you do write it, he just wants that, uh, sort of skill it starts happening with you. He, he, it's like he just opens up his heart and unloads it for you. And um, the thing that I was noticing and what I wanted to talk to you about today was not journaling. It's actually being, it's actually facing temptation. Um, I was reading uh, last week in Luke um, chapter four, where Jesus is taken by the spirit um, to be tempted of the devil. And it says that he was there for 40 days. It only gives three examples of how he was tempted, but the scripture says that he was being tempted for 40 days. And so I would submit to you that there's a, we can make an inference there. Um, I love that I'm learning about making inferences with the 10th grade English class that I'm in. Um, I, I learn just as much as I help them to learn, I swear. 
So I can make an inference, guys, and the inference is this. If he was there for 40 days being tempted, he was tempted more than those three times that are talked about in Scripture. Well, lo and behold, in my journaling on the same day that my reading was in Luke 4, my journaling was from Hebrews 2, which says that Jesus himself suffered and was tempted, and he can help us who are being tempted. He, he did suffer, and he was tempted for 40 days. He was tempted in way more ways than just uh, eat this bread if you're hungry, or jump off the Temple Mount um, if you really trust God to save you. Um, he was tempted in every way, it says in Hebrews chapter 4 and chapter 2. But there's an interesting thing that's happening in chapter 4. It says immediately after that, that we should approach the throne of grace to find mercy and grace for our time of need. Making another inference. It's a key to our making it through times of trial, of testing, of temptation, which we know never comes from the Lord. Not only can we do what is shown in Luke 4 and use scripture to refute those temptations, but we talked last week about how you're never alone. I'm never alone. We are never alone. And we don't just have to, oh, no, no, no. Let me remember my word. Let me remember my word. How do I fight this temptation? There's more. Run to the throne of grace. Run to receive mercy and grace. Come boldly before the throne of grace and you will receive grace and mercy for your time of need. And so this week, as we're going in to this week, this Monday morning, as you are facing temptations of all sorts, remember all of them, the temptation to eat too much, the temptation to use bad language, the temptation to be downtrodden and, and um, have a pity party, the temptation to um, the toward sexual temptation, um, maybe toward stealing or lying. Some people are afraid to tell the truth. And so they lie, you know, um, I, whatever your place of temptation is, are you tempted not to read your Bible, but to watch a movie? Are you tempted um, not to take care of your home and clean your home, but to lay around? What is it that that is that you are tempted in today? Temptation toward sin. Remember that Jesus was tempted in every way, yet without sin. So not only are we not alone, he walked the pathway of temptation before us. He knows what we're going through. When scripture says that he knows what we're going through, it really means it. He spent 40 days being tempted. 40 days. He's been tempted in every way yet without sin and he's given us the keys. We don't have to just remember our word, remember our scripture and fight with scripture. He is always with us. He 
has given us the boldness to come before the throne of grace and say, I need your help. I need your assistance. I, I need you to strengthen me. His powers make perfect in our weakness. And even when we're weak, being weak is not sinning. Being weak is not less than. Being weak just gives us more reason to trust in him. More reason to lean on him. And so today, as you go into this week, remember, you will be tempted. And as you are tempted, you can move through that process without sin by running like a child to your Abba's throne room of grace and throwing on him all of your anxieties and worries. And he will give you mercy and grace for your time of need. Whatever the temptation is, whatever the concern is, he loves you. You are not alone. It's going to be a great day.